welcome to episode 5 of the Martin Plugged In podcast. My name is Martin Stag and I'm here with Daryl Winter. We talk about everything around marketing and the challenges you get involved with. Today's topic is how to become better at communicating. Hello, hello, Darren. Hey, Marcel, how are you? I'm, I'm very good. How about yourself? I'm good, thank you. I had a good weekend. I think you did too. Yeah, I, uh, I feel really fresh. I feel uh, really uh, active, powerful and refreshed. I had some, uh, I took like two days off in the weekend like what normal people do as well but <laughs> no, it, it felt really good uh i'm uh, i'm happy to start our uh, podcast and uh let's just uh, roll right into it um yeah so the topic is how to become better at communicating um first of all i i want to start this podcast off strong with a very nice quote by uh, george bernard shaw um the single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has taken place. Wow. Where did you find that? <laughs> well, on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I, I read it and I was like, yes, this is exactly what we need. Uh, what I wanted to share with everybody. And I think it, it's, it is the biggest problem that it, that it has taken place and and I, I don't know if you can familiarize with this and i do it's like uh, when when things happen to go maybe a little bit difficult within a project or whatever most of the times it was within project and it was like well yeah well we talked about it right you know and well i don't have to fill it up i think everybody uh can is familiar with it and uh I just yeah. want to get it out there. Um, we will talk about more uh, about this during the podcast. Uh, let's just start off with um, so the different ways to go around communication. I think uh, we'll go well. We're going to talk about three different things today. First of all, is uh, the body language very important, of course, um, and uh, the other one is at throughout projects, so multiple times at the beginning, throughout the project, and uh, and single contact points, just like an email, phone, or a video call. Um, yeah, we're, so we're going to give you some tips, tricks, and uh, our experiences, uh, um, thing, things we dealt with, and uh, yeah. So Darren, I heard you're a mess in communication. I am. I've got a, an MA in cross-cultural communication and international marketing. Oh. Huge title. So it took me, I did a uh, part-time uh, master's at Newcastle University here in England. Right. And I um, passed that last year. Um, nice. It's a really, really great course and really interesting. Um, I think this is a really great topic because it's something that everybody does every single day. And we do take it for granted, like your quote, that you think you, what you've done if you've communicated yourself or you might not you might even think you have communicated something but you actually never did um or you might have thought you you kind of got the point across and didn't quite get across um so yeah there's lots of different problems um in terms of communication yet kind of we've got this amazing technology and we still get it wrong sometimes <laughs> yeah yeah i i totally agree and 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 it's it's just uh 
you know, th there are so many new different ways to, to communicate nowadays. Uh, let's just, I, I will talk about that later. So uh, could you tell me some more on, on the, the, the most important aspects you learned while doing yeah. the study? Yeah. Uh, so there is a quite a, uh, a widely reported statistic um, which, which tells us that 93% of all communication is nonverbal. So it's like body language and oh, yes. um, sort of eyes um, and all sorts of different expressions, facial expressions. Now, the research is, is reasonably old. It's back, going back to sort of, sort of late 1960s. But even if you kind of uh, kind of disagree with the study or you kind of research a little bit outdated, but the majority of people agree that between 60 and 90 percent um, of com communication is nonverbal. So I agree. that kind of just like tells you. So if you're if you're working in a contact center or if you're doing all your communication over the phone or just on email, then, you know, these other uh, nonverbal cues are going to be very difficult um, for a person um, to to pick up and maybe, <laughs> maybe make a judgment. Yeah. So if you're relying, if your business relies on that and you're kind of struggling, that might be a reason because people, it's not that they're reading something and say, well, I don't trust what you're reading, but they've got nothing else to make a decision on. Exactly. So sometimes, you know, having the meeting face to face or on video call, that might be all the, you know, the deal maker yeah rather than the deal breaker because yeah I, I i fully agree on that because things have changed over the years of course the study uh, uh yeah i think it's still really important and uh, makes so much different within a conversation if you could see each other and and see the body language that goes uh, uh, paired with that but yeah nowadays it's really some people i i think it's true some people could and I do sometimes as well, more less and less, but you know, uh, it's something you learn. Uh, yeah, while you, you can show people what it is, you can show them expressions. Yeah. And that's the thing. That's why emojis are so, so favorable, but that's, that's something you shouldn't do with clients. In my opinion, you, you know, Oh, there's a topic on its own. I love it. I, I love emoji, <laughs> but why not? What, well, why? Uh, it depends. It's kind of depends. It's it's like yeah. uh, I feel like emojis. Um, yeah, they fill up fill up the gap, you know. But I I, f I feel like it's kind of informal, you know. Uh, informal is that the word? It's not formal. Yeah. It's like it's too it's too too playful, and uh, and sometimes I do. Um, Sometimes I, um, how do you say that? I see that I, I can notice sometimes I'm just typing like a smiley face at the end of a message and I'm like, no, no, delete, delete, delete. I can't, I can't do this here. You know, I think it's, 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 it's but it's really a topic on its own. Our, yeah. The opinion on uh, our emojis really something you should use with the co within communication with your client maybe with clients you are a bit more you know maybe not a first hand at first glance or yeah. first contact points but maybe further down the line of course it's it's like emojis are like <clears throat> well let's let's not just go too much in depth on this but it's like whenever you feel comfortable or uh, you think when uh, whenever something is like less formal then yeah 
then I, I feel like I can use emojis. And I, I, I'm not, <laughs> let's just, just I'm, I'm, I'm interested in your opinion, Darren, because I, I can see you smiling. People can't uh, see you. <laughs> People can't see you. That's my facial I emoji. <laughs> um, yeah, I, no, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. I, I think there is a time and there is a place. And if you're working with quite a, a high profile client, somebody maybe you've met for the first time, even then it doesn't really, I think it does depend a little bit on the situation. However, most of the time, I probably do tend to use them. Definitely if it's on a text message, even with a client, um, and on socially, even through LinkedIn, um, I'll use emojis. And even in social media now, with everything you use emojis, I think it's becoming much more commonplace. Um, mm. On emails and that, it kind of definitely... Uh, difficult to say i think like first if you write in a very serious email and you stick a smiley emoji at the end then <laughs> i think like oh okay just ruin the tone of that but yeah i mm. yeah i think if it's just something i think for me i use it to kind of um again personalization yeah. but also it's like if it's quite if it could be if the message could be misread or misunderstood um so if you may be making a suggestion or maybe making a lot of um criticism and you're trying to like i'm trying to help but um kind of this comes across maybe quite hard mm. then maybe the, the emoji might sort of provide a bit of positive sentiment yeah, behind it, it if that does. makes sense yeah it um, does but it's really it's really really interesting so yeah the emojis are like like to uplift make it more well yeah and of course whenever it, you're not. I think nobody uses emoji whenever whenever they are angry in a message or something like that. Just always. Uh, That's well, really interesting. That actually, no, I, I agree that I don't think they do. I don't, but potentially, I think I think on Facebook you see them like very socially, mm-hmm. but I've never seen an angry one in a in a business. Um, well, yeah, of course, on updates sometimes here and there you can see it, but within contact with clients, I think. It's not used, but it's it's interesting. So it's kind of like to uplift uh, the message, or, or or like to yeah to give it a maybe a little bit more personalized, or or to to, to show your emotion uh, or how you feel about, it or just yeah to lighten up the subject. But it's you know it's funny. I I say like I, I'm not using it, but whenever I use Skype, yeah, you know the thumbs up emoji yes yeah i do i use that and i use it quite often it's like okay check i got it i'm on it uh uh, and whenever in other other social platforms as well and that's kind of like an emoji as well so yeah Yeah. but even in um linkedin if you're using your mobile phone Mm -hmm. and then you reply to a a, like a a message direct message to you then i think it's the first one that comes up or maybe the second one but it is a thumbs up you can just press it yeah to say like okay so it's, and i think maybe subliminally that's that's maybe why i've started to use them a lot more on linkedin um just because now it's almost it seems to be acceptable that you can do that although i think some people are a bit old school and mm-hmm. they don't like to do that i i guess it's been sensitive to other people but also i think it's just showing your personality mm. and if that means that you're a little bit different i don't think that's a bad thing i no. think that's maybe a good thing um, that you are who you are as well. Well, I don't know it's a complicated one. There's one we could be talking all day. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, uh, we it. could definitely we could definitely do that. 
just okay let's just to to end on that subject yeah i i think it's really a matter of like uh overusing it it's like you could yeah. do it in the right situations but don't overdo it don't send like 10 happy faces after a message something like <laughs> that do that with your friends but you can't do that with you that's that's just yeah. my opinion i'm i'm curious what the uh, uh, the audience people that listen to our podcast think yeah. definitely put it down in the comments below uh your your take on it um yeah we're really really interested to know so uh, on on to the uh, the 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 main subjects um so yeah body language really important on your take yeah. um so kind of like shifts a little bit like the communications oh well, this is an interesting take hear me out so we kind of like shifted over the years through more yeah like more throughout like uh, texting and communications online and of yeah. course we have the video calling but maybe the personalized like communications uh like like you know the 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 uh, non-verbal communication it, it moved maybe a little bit down a bit and i think the emojis isn't that an interesting take on it emojis kind of like well not replace but fill up the gap in like showing your emotions showing hmm. yeah i think that you <laughs> might really have something there it's um that may be that's uh, maybe I mean that's maybe you want to think of yourself that's why I do it because you can't see that person yeah. when they're reading it so you're trying to get across like you said kind of your feeling and um, emotion uh, about what you're writing and yeah. how you're trying to get them to read it in the way that you wrote it and the way that you you want to deliver that message um, and that's why I think it is it is important um so yeah maybe that, that may be a really good point um well when i did a lot of research on that last well the last two years actually i, I researched a lot about emojis um it's still relatively kind of new in uh, academic communication um in, in in research so there is a lot of research about emojis but still in terms of like business and that it's quite limited um in terms of the approach um so maybe over the next two or three years, I think that's going to start catching up an awful lot. Um, and that may be one of the kind of studies that comes out in terms of like how that might be replacing nonverbal communication. Um, so I think it's really good. If anybody's listening out there that's it's into communication, looking into academic communication, I think it might be a really good topic. Uh, I don't, I've not seen anybody else um, research that. Um, so... Yeah. yeah who knows whoever is listening if you want a great subject i think it will be really interesting and, yeah uh, yeah funny how that goes so all right so uh, communications uh, uh well my number one ground rule i always maintain throughout communications on on all kinds of different platforms throughout projects is always stay professional what anybody you can in contact with so clear straight to the point uh think of the bigger goal because that could be hard and i i, I um, depends on what kind of person you are if you really are like uh, like uh, an emotional person really well emotional person 
it's like whenever somebody's being rude and having a bad day, you know, my what I tend to do always throughout every communication or when a client, this is something we talked about last week a little bit as well, uh, when they're passive aggressive, something like that, just always maintain like focused and professional. It's like yeah. keep keep the bigger goal in mind um, because that will help you yeah, achieve that goal much faster than whenever you are reacting on their uh, their reaction you know if you yeah if you're reacting on their emotions or whatever they are feeling um or not if they are not you know sometimes they can be a little bit slack slacking off or whatever my number one ground rule is always stay professional and um whenever you feel or think something just it's not just like push it aside you can still have your own like opinion on things but just bring it like <laughs> that's what they say just act like a grown-up you know <laughs> <laughs> no but really it's like just just try to stay professional as possible and i think that will really help you down the line and that that's like for everything uh um i i listened to a podcast and what they said that was like always like <laughs> act or or uh, be like um somebody like somebody's filming you you know it really keeps you on point on check focused and uh and um, yeah it's, it's kind of like uh, you can speculate that you know it's like should you always acting like no just be yourself but really keep it on point you know and it helps you down the line i i'm, I'm not uh, yeah. what is your opinion on that that one so i agree i, 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 I think that Maybe also, and I, I don't know if this is a generalization, but I think people in Europe are generally more direct um, than maybe people here. But that's just my kind of just feeding personal opinion. On, on, well, it is my personal opinion, but kind of it's just because I'm so grounded here in England. But I tend, generally when I speak to people in Europe, they tend to ask for what they want or make make their just they're just much more clearer i think in england um i don't know about maybe usa but there's kind of lots of like hidden meanings and people i don't really want to tell you everything i'll just tell you a little bit and you kind of have to work things out and it's like oh so really tiring and really difficult sometimes when you if you're working with people all day um and then some some people have maybe hidden agendas um, in terms of, I mean, I don't. I hope we're not going off topic here, but I think it's that you know, it's you know, I guess it can happen in everywhere. But I do seem to find that generally people in Europe will just say how things are, and I personally find that's a lot easier to work with, even if I don't like what I'm hearing. No, that, but I, I get, yeah, I think you know, it just it just is, isn't it? Because you can either help somebody if they want the assistance. Um, but if they don't, for whatever reason, then it's like, okay, or well, let's have a look at another plan or let's talk about it. Or if it really is not going to work, that's fine. And, you know, you can leave it there and then move on to whatever else that needs to, you need to attend to. So Yeah, you're, you're not wasting any time at all. And I think that's really valuable. That's something I, <laughs> I always 
well, throughout everything I do, uh, I always keep in check on, on my time. And especially that, you know, whenever somebody is not exactly what you're hoping for, why wait and wait for it to happen how you want it to go. But I think that's, that's, uh, that, that's maybe not the case. I'm not quite sure, but I think people around the world, all, all the people are like, okay, focus on, okay, we have to be as, uh, have to be, keep time as a valuable aspect and just keep reminded of that, you know? So yeah. I think and nobody's wasting that much time, but yeah, maybe, maybe we are in Europe a little bit more direct. I, I, I think, uh, I think, think it's, it's pretty valuable. Just, just, you, yeah. you're not wasting time. You're, you, you know what you're, you're getting into and, uh, yeah, that's it. That's, uh, interesting. I, I but I think maybe it isn't around all around the world, but, but yeah, I, I, I can't tell for England, of course, because I never lived in England, but, and, and, uh, as up to hidden agendas, um, yeah, that's also a topic like, yeah, I think everybody could have like their own plans. Uh, I think like. But just don't screw somebody over. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. It's not good. It's um, you don't want it to be done to yourself. And even if it's like, well, they've messed me around. I'm not going to mess them around. It's like, oh, why would you do that? It's just it's, it's a waste of your time. And just move on. And um, just yeah, there's other more important things in the in the world to be sort of like more sort of concerned and spend your time on. Um, but yeah, some people do, and I think you have to watch out for those people and. And it does come across in communication in terms of um, the, t the type of questions people might ask you. It might just appear like the conversation might appear a bit odd or feel a little bit uncomfortable. And I think it's always, I don't like to analyze things too, uh, too detailed, but I think it doesn't hurt to spend maybe a moment or two just to acknowledge maybe something in you thinking this doesn't feel right yeah and it's like you know oh, it's like i totally know. understand what you're saying and it's like well what is it and it's like and you might have to talk it out with somebody and then they'll t maybe point something out to you that you didn't realize or that's um, always a good thing as well yeah talk with somebody yeah. else see see some different perspectives and i totally get what you're saying the in uh, uh the gut feeling like yeah whenever something is not matching up then there's always something that like they're not saying or whatever. And in my experience, I mean, like I'm a little bit longer than a year in and um, yeah, that's something I experienced as well. It's like whenever something feels a bit off, there's so usually something going on and just try to find it out. It doesn't have to be a bad thing, maybe, maybe yeah. they're like, like well, scared to share, but maybe they are like scared it would influence what you think of them or whatever um so yeah that's, yeah normally something hope most of the time is usually something really simple or maybe it's easy to misunderstand something particularly if you've got about five or six projects or maybe mm. even more projects on the go and you're just really busy and you've had the conversation and, and you maybe just didn't quite get the measure of it properly and you kind of left with a few holes in the story and um and that might be a reason why you feel uh, kind of like I'm unsure about something. But otherwise, if you feel like you, you know, you're really concentrated and there's something just not right, then I think it's if I think it's good to go back and try to um, address that 
somehow um and um yeah. so you've got maybe a better like picture but also if you're thinking actually no i just don't want to do it just say no uh, it's just not right it's just not right for me this project you, yeah maybe direct them to somebody else who can definitely, definitely. help them which and i think is a really good thing yeah and that's that, that that's all part of the communication part just think yeah. what if you say be transparent be so what the next topic was like okay project wise uh, uh how i usually do it you know just be clear uh, briefed uh debrief uh, uh, uh make sure everything is in you know just make sure you know what's going on make sure they know what's going on yeah. and uh, and that's the way how you um how things will not get complicated uh, along the way focused on the goal know everything you need to know uh, uh and whenever you're having having questions uh, <laughs> whenever you're having uh, uh yeah questions ask them you know uh like i think that's it's yeah coming all the way back to the quote which we started off with it's like the the illusion that the communication has taken place whenever you're having doubts or whatever or just just double check it you know why sh you shouldn't i think uh um if people are worried like yeah maybe they think i i forgot or something like that my opinion is just you could better double check it and instead of like um how do you say that um assume that something is like the way it is yes assuming things yeah. is never good in my opinion no. because you can speak for the other person and uh, assume uh, or think you, you if you're not quite sure about it a meeting time or whatsoever don't assume because yeah what happens if you miss the meeting i mean like uh, would you rather miss the meeting or just uh, double check the time i think double check the time saves everybody saves everybody time in the end as well and and uh, yeah so yeah, that, that's that's kind of like project-wise, you know, uh, um, and just all around as well. Just things to 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 really keep in track with what's really important uh, with communications. Um, so there are, are different ways. Uh, I uh, what I mostly do is like I have video calls, I email, and I do cold calling, and of course. Uh, emailing i mean like that's also online you know on yeah. different social media platforms not emailing texting and and on social media platforms that's one of the same it's like how do you say it? yeah it's like everything is inside that topic do you, do you um uh in your local area do you hand out flyers maybe as well no i don't oh really no i don't no no Ah, so so it's just another it's just another method of communication as mm. as well. So um, if you're thinking about um, this, kind of relates, I guess, back to like yourself and and and, and myself as well. Mm -hmm. um, that if you're communicating with your flyer, sort of take time to read the words and making sure that you know the the branding elements represent your business mm -hmm. um, to making sure we've got the logo telephone number email or again all the communication things the things that get easily forgotten so 
you might have written a great or designed a great flyer or got something to do one for you but if nobody knows how to get hold of you and it sounds really silly but it's sometimes some of the things it could work to add on so well, again i think like flyers could work uh yeah. in particular cases well maybe not for what i i, I do but they do work and and um it's like like a business card you know whenever you're on a networking event you're getting a business card i'm having here one a few, few ones lying on my desk as well like okay and i, I it's kind of like uh, i like it because it's also like a reminder for me like okay i uh I, I I want to speak to them, maybe not directly, but after a few weeks, I want to speak to them again. It's just kind of like a reminder for me. And and like business cards in overall, like let's just like a flyer whenever. Well, uh, for me, I think flyers something whenever I get one, uh, I read it and then it's like, if I'm interested, okay, if I'm not in the trash can, but yeah. you know, but it's, it's kind of like a reminder, just like business cards. I had a I had a meeting yesterday, which was a, it, it was not kind. Of, it, it just happened quite quickly. Mm-hmm. But they bought the flyer, which I sent out in May. So I sent the flyer, sent a, a load of flyers out to local businesses really? around me, wow. and that was in May. And then they come to see me in September. That just shows you how long it takes. Sometimes it can take for things, but it's like wow, okay, so that still works then. So yeah. it's like so you but know, it does yeah so it's like wow that's like nearly like not quite half a year but certainly we're four or five months anyway so yeah but it's uh, that's that's the funny funny part of it all like all the communication doing uh, like that that kind of work different things work for different niches and 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 different companies you know you just have to take a look on what could be working for you and and why not i mean like you 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 created those flyers you send them out and what happens was like in, in, in after a few months you got somebody uh like reaching out to you you know it's it's yeah so i mean like it's, it's you have to try different things i i guess and sometimes it doesn't have to pay off right away it, no. it's just a great example of it so yeah. so um like video calling uh um just get back on on the topics what what i uh, what i experienced and what i stumbled upon so great tools to to chat with your potential customers uh, i use hangouts skype zoom uh dot us um yeah and, and be uh, be aware that some problem uh, programs can be banned in the country what i uh, uh notice was i had a client and they said you know skype is banned in dubai wow i did not know that yeah it does and then in different countries uh, as well because yeah. i did some research also in china and and, and it's like uh I, I don't know the exact reasons but yeah well that that's just a little fact on that um i i knew i know there's a lot of different things um like um, that can't be used in in China because they use their own yeah. um, systems and that. Um, but I did not know about um, Dubai. Did you say? Yeah. Uh, wow. Weird, I right? To find out what that is, it's like some people say, "Oh, it's because of this." It's like well, I just didn't know. So it's like, <laughs> but everywhere else apart from maybe like North Korea and China, everybody could use everything. So. Yeah, yeah, that's basically what I thought. But it's really also country specific. So. 
uh, that's that little fact there. Uh, um, one a uh, few tips where, where I um, well a few tips for video calling. Uh, um, it's like of course uh, make sure you look uh, presentable, um, formal, not formal. Uh, you know, so it, just make sure you look look presentable to the client, and and that reminds me of. Uh, uh, some movies you see some some of the times or series that you see somebody sitting in front of uh, a like uh, a camera and they're fully dressed on the bottom and on the on the on the, on the top <laughs> and on the bottom they're only wear shirts or, or, or their underwear or something like that <laughs> did you did you ever did you ever uh, i work at home and i i actually never did that because it's like in the morning i just wake up shower, dress up, etc. But there are people there like and they wake up and they not not dressing themselves. They're like, oh I was just start off in front of my computer and, and whenever I have a meeting or so with a client, uh, I'll just do my hair and, and change something on the top. But did you ever did you ever do that uh, before Darren? I've never done that. That's bizarre. It is bizarre. Like, yeah, people... why would you do that? It's like <laughs> I always feel like a bit um kind of not kind of organized. It's, yeah. in, it's like I think I'd just be too worried about A that if somebody's gonna catch me, like <laughs> with like half of like stuff on and also it's just like you just don't feel prepared, do you? It's no. like uh, yeah, so I've yeah, never done that. No, oh, okay, funny. When uh, uh, also people that listen, leave in the comments, whenever you did that before or uh, any kind of similar situation, please share. Yeah, uh, we'd <laughs> love to hear the story. <laughs> so um, next to that, also make sure you, the background is like uh, yeah, nice and clean background, you know, so not all kinds of stuff in the background, just just that that aren't any distractions for, for the people you're talking with. And also like um, next to that, check your surroundings for disturbances on the call. You know, whenever you're, um, it could be hard whenever you're making a call, just a normal regular call, but also a video, a video call, whenever you're in like a coffee, uh, 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 whenever you're like in a bar or something like that, you know, drinking a coffee, and there are all kinds of people around you making all, all talking. So I had the experience before I was talking. It wasn't uh, my doing, but by the client. They were sitting in a bar and it was like so hard to listen to them. So um, yeah, th that's that. Um, so far for the uh, emailing, texting, uh, on social media uh, posts, we all we already talked about a little bit like okay make sure um and why i said by the way text is also people tend to use whatsapp there's whatsapp <laughs> business and people tend to use it more and more it's like wow. yeah and whenever i speak uh, uh, well not all the people but some people i speak to it's like could we? Uh, could you give me your uh, WhatsApp number so we could talk over WhatsApp? And I'm like, hmm, right. I, I don't mind, you know. But it's like I I want to keep things organized, yeah, and not uh, the chats all over. But yeah, it does happen now. 
That's so that's why I said text. And it's interesting you also have WhatsApp business. Um yeah, it's really something interesting to look into. So um yeah, as we said about text, um yeah, please be fully aware that um people can't see your emotions or whatever you're trying to say. People People just are reading text. We all are reading text, you know. We can't read emotions or whatsoever unless it's really typed inside of that, you know. So just, uh, yeah, be aware of that. And also check for grammar, uh, reread uh, email just to be sure because yeah. there's no, no such thing more annoying as um, emails full of grammar mistakes unless, of course, it can so happen if you're like, from another country, not well, English is also not my main language as well. I'm from the Netherlands, but so mistakes could be made, but just be sure we read the email. There are so much online tools, online grammar checkers nowadays. <laughs> you know, yes. if you're not fully sure, of course, you don't have to put every email through the grammar checker because it would take you, uh, take up so much of the time. but um yeah you could check it if you're not sure and i think that's something um yeah you should really do um another thing that's really interesting um that's for the emails there's an application or, or a plugin for but i i use google chrome i'm not quite sure what everybody else is using using um but the plugin i'm sure it's also usable for other browsers it's called grammarly oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Grammarly. Yeah, it's, really good. it's really good so it's free uh if you want to use all kinds of extra options it's also as a grammar checker built in as well uh on their website um up to a few free grammar if you can uh, you can upload documents and they're kind of like going through it you know you can upload the document and then you can right away uh um scan for grammar mistakes or whatsoever. But it, what I wanted to say was like, it also is a, a grammar checker. Whenever you're typing something into Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever uh, you're using uh, on your computer, because it's not available for your phone, I guess. I haven't checked it, but I'm quite sure it isn't. Then you can check while you're typing on grammar mistakes. I really recommend it. I will put the link down in the description, Grammarly um just uh yeah I, I really recommend it for everybody to uh yeah to uh install it and take a look at it and use it apparently you can get grammarly keyboard on the itunes store it's oh, a like really? a, it's a little um like a little app there and i think you yeah you, there's uh well we'll put it in the show notes i'll find yeah, the, the link and pop it in the show notes and with a uh yeah they may also be available for the oh, it looks like it's available for android as well so i'll get wow. the link well in. i should download it as well because if you're i'm not really that much of a phone you know, some people do everything on their phone uh um within my um my my profession uh of course i'm doing the animations uh i use my laptop more often so i'm throughout the day i'm always on my laptop so but really recommend it to everybody also install it on your phone you know 
it saves up uh, well it saves up time you sometimes you have to look it up if you're not quite sure this way it will show you right away so definitely a must if you uh yeah definitely a must <laughs> definitely a must yeah for everybody. Really, really good tip. so um yeah, the last thing uh, I want to discuss, cold calling. Um, did you ever, did you, do you, uh, are you doing cold calling, Darren? Are you... um, not actively in the moment. I have done it in the past in uh, different roles. I really hate doing it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's difficult because I know what it's like on the other end of the phone when somebody's ringing me and then you pick it up and you get those those kind of vague questions i mean the awful ones are are you the business owner um that's that's a really bad one and like uh, uh, what's the other ones that so you had experiences with it yeah so it's kind of i, I think i think it's that you can always get around it that you know you ring up and say who you are and to say where you've seen them so there's some like genuine interest of like oh you know, I've seen your website or I've seen your business about, I've seen you around. And I think I could really help your business and then tell them why. And I think that's a really good introduction. I would listen Definitely. to that. Yeah. Um, it's, it's always understanding the person on the, other, on the other end of the phone might not be the decision maker anyway, but also people are really busy. So if you're trying to steal some time, like, as you said before, mm -hmm. make it quite clear, quick and punchy. Yeah. Um, so people know exactly what you're talking about and they can make a decision then um true most of the time i say well i do i don't do i don't really do so much cold calling but i do go around and i drop flyers around and i suppose it's kind of the same um but i always just try to say i've got a leaflet here i've got some more information about such and such can't just leave you the leaflet and then most people say yes so they'll that's how to get like the like the leaflet there and then i'll, I'll give it to so and so i'll give it to my manager or I'll give it to whoever it might be so it's just it's a quick way to try and get some information out there have what's your success with cold calling Do you, does it work well for you well um well it's kind of like 50 50 and um i really recommend it for everybody it's like yeah you said you you say yeah you had some negative experiences you kind of don't like to do it um but I really recommend everybody uh, to do it like that. It's like, at first it was really like, everybody was cold calling and then it kind of like went back. Uh, it's like everybody's sending emails nowadays. I think it's really kind of like a unique way. Uh, well, no, it's not unique, you know? It's I mean like it goes back so far ahead, but nowadays everybody's sending emails. And I think this is a great way to do it like this, uh, this way again. And uh, I, as I said, I had 50, 50, uh, um, yeah, 50%, 50% experiences with it. Uh, but I really recommend everybody, um, just to try it, you know, um, and, and, and see how it works out for you. Um, how do you do it? How do you, what, what's your approach? Well, um, how I normally do it, I have a few tips and um, I tend to struggle with it at first as well, but after a while it feels natural. And what really helped me 
what I really found the burden or burden, what I really found hard was like, I don't want to call them and sell them something, you know, it's like yeah. be in their face, like, this is what I sell, this is what, then it's like people, you know, it's, it's funny. Um, it's like when, nah, well, that's not, not, well, what I wanted to mention, it's like something really, it's kind of off topic. It's like, um, earlier, um, back in the days when people got called, people are like, well, I got a call, you know, it's nice to call. And nowadays everybody's in a rush. Everyone wants to save time. I mean, like, it's something I heard on, on the, uh, on a podcast and somebody was like, uh, uh, um, asking questions to the public. How many of you hate it when somebody calls you nowadays? Like, you know, it's funny to think of it, but sometimes I'm like, whenever I'm busy with work and I get a call, I'm like, oh, who is this? Yeah. It's, yeah I, I don't know if you can relate or it's kind of like, uh, everybody is in a rush. Um, but still, I think it's the best way. One of the, it's, I think it's better than leaving an email. However, most of the times the people or possible clients, uh, that I reach, uh, out with are also like, yeah, leave me an email, you know, but it's like, it shows a little bit more af yeah, not affection. It's not the word, but it's like, if you're, whenever somebody writes, writes, really writes you a letter and sends it by post, you know, it yeah, really, care that, it yeah, really cares. It's yeah. something that's not happening. Well, not really anymore, maybe around the holiday season and whenever somebody's birthday, you know, but, um, and that's what I feel like with the phone is as well. It's like, uh, it's a little bit more personal than just sending out emails. Yeah. People could feel like emails are really like automated, like, yeah, sending out as much emails as possible. And if you're giving a call, really putting interest in, doing some research up front, then things will get much easier. So getting back to the points on, on how, what helped me. Um, so yeah, of course, uh, start off with like doing research, you know, whenever you getting into a call, really take your time. You don't have to. It's not like you have to do as many calls as possible in a day. I'm like really focused on quality over quantity. We look out for those businesses that you think you could help. Spend some, spend some time looking at the website, looking at what they're doing. Uh, maybe find some things that they could do better. It makes you much more prepared uh when you're just blindly calling them you know big yeah. call centers do that they just call people and they're like want to sell their product yeah well i think that's a no-go so uh one information up front uh two is like uh it's it's a tip what i got from somebody that's really experienced it with this uh, uh um i didn't how do you say that uh, trying to get clients you know cold calling S smile whenever you're starting a call smile whenever you're putting on your smile right away it's like people can feel that you know it feels uh, um it makes your tone different yes and and um so that's two and three is 
yeah, make them feel relaxed, you know. Um, whenever you smile, you're prepared, you know, you know what you're going to say. Um, you will like vibrate a relaxed feeling. And that's, um, how do you say that? It's, it's, it's nice for the people on the other side of the phone. Um, you know, it's kind of like a vibe. It's exactly like, like smiling on the phone, feeling relaxed. It's a vibe you're putting through and people on the other side of the phone can feel it as well. So uh, that's, that's three. Um, yeah, the don't keep, always keep in mind uh, that you're not directly selling, but yes. you're just trying to get the know the person on the other side. Yeah. Um, you know, whenever that's your approach, I think I tend to feel it's like much more easier. You know, it's like a load falling off your shoulders uh, whenever you're yeah, take on the call is different, then it would make it much more di uh, 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 yeah, different, you know? And um, that's four. And uh, let's see, what was, um, yeah, the whenever, it's also logical, whenever you're calling, so you're not selling, all of your questions should be about the person you're calling and none about yourself. You're really trying to understand the reason why you're calling is trying to understand what the person on the other side could possibly need. You uh, you should never make like assumption like, I think you should use this or I think, you know, I think you, you're not doing this, this and this. Don't never make, never make an assumption for what the person on the other side is doing or not doing or wrongdoing. Just trying to get to know them, feel relaxed. Um, be energetic and happy, you know, whenever somebody's like talking a little bit down, you know, that doesn't bring the great vibe, bring it, make a great vibe, provide with them with information, ask questions, get to know them. And most of the times you're not speaking to the person directly in order, you know, but, yeah. but the first person you speak to is the person that has to like weed out or cut out the person's that are trying to sell something, you know, and whenever you're giving them a good vibe, they're most likely to put you through to the person that you want to talk that makes the decisions. So yeah, that's, that's really uh, my take on it. And always make sure, of course, you have your like story ready and, and, and questions. Uh, of course, you know, you, there's some preparation to it. Like, like you're giving a presentation, something like that. People are coming to you, they're asking you questions as well. And, uh, you know, be prepared on whatever questions that they could ask you as well, so that you're not like losing your words and you know don't know what to say, because that really gives a stupid impression. Yeah. And um, like, yeah, you know, what makes you better? Why, why should I choose you? Or, you know, whenever they are kind of like onto you, of course, they're quite, uh, you know, they kind of like, they, people are not stupid, you know, people along the way, whenever you're talking to them, they are know what's going on and whenever, whatever direction you're heading into. But if you're doing it in a nice way, then people don't get offended or whatever, you know, and they're much more open. And of course, they know uh, kind of like along the way what you're doing. So make sure you know everything that could they could possibly ask and that's kind of like my set 
how I approach the cold calling part. Uh, it makes it much, feel much more relaxed and um, yeah, much more easier to do, you know? Uh, yeah. That's so, some really good tips there. Thank well, you. <laughs> yeah, it's really a rant going on there, but uh, I, I hope it, I hope it helps. And um, yeah. So uh, to wrap it all up, um, we're already uh, well, 50 minutes in. Um, so yeah, the, just be prepared, be precise, be focused, be, be professional throughout all the time. Yeah. Uh, the shift in emojis <laughs> and, yeah. and, and nonverbal communications is really interesting. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, just, um, I hope everybody found some value throughout these tips and our, our, our stories and, uh, yeah. Yeah, definitely get in touch and share your tips and um, advice as well for brothers. Um, so you can email us, uh, marketingplugin at gmail.com um, or you can follow us and tweet us, uh, MKTG plugin like in all the information yes precisely well Darren thank you very much I really this was a really interesting uh, podcast and the topic on on the emojis and, and non-dual communication it really has my head spinning still <laughs> it was really good I really enjoyed it yeah well thank you again uh, thank you everybody for listening and uh, we'll speak to you next week bye bye bye